So, Pammy, let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's talk about no. <laughs> Who did that song? Oh, I am not a music trivia. It was a TLC. I can't remember. I am so bad at music trivia, especially yeah. that's 90s. One of my favorite songs from the 80s was George Michael. Oh. I want your sex. Yes. <laughs> I remember how like edgy that was. It was. Even back then, the video was super. I just saw that video for the first time because I wasn't allowed to watch music, oh. MTV, music television. That was the devil's TV. <laughs> it was. And I saw that video for the first time the other day and I was like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to talk about what leads to good sex, what I think makes good for good sex, what you think leads for good means good sex, not just like me personally or you personally. I just mean from a male's perspective and a female's perspective. And we also ask some of our friends what yeah. they think. So we're going to tell you a little bit about what leads to great sex. Woo woo. Love and dating with Timmy and Pammy. <laughs> It was so funny as I'm in my mind. I'm like, Pammy is not going to be able to not laugh. You made me do it. I was set not to laugh. You're like, I'm not going to do it. Not doing it. Not today. So I really, by the way, it's good to see you. You too. It's all, yeah, we always. I know it's like only a week, but I feel like it's been forever. Yeah. Like life just all, you know how much life we pack A lot can happen week. in a week. Yes. Dear Lord. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it, it it's not a lot of time, but it just sometimes feels like so much has happened yes. in the last seven days. Yes. Um, that, yeah, we spend, you know, a good 15 to 30 minutes <laughs> chatting before we come on here just to make sure we got our, our ducks in order. Also, just to catch up. Yeah. So and not bore our listeners with our with all of our shenanigans, our boring lives, yeah, our boring lives <laughs> up until this moment. So good sex. I had a friend say a female friend of mine, her name, her name's Susanna. Hey, Susanna. She was talking about this guy that she dated. She goes, yeah, I met this guy last year. She's not with him now, but she, the, great sex. She goes, it was just great sex. I'm like, so is it not a potential like partner? She goes, no, they're just, we really weren't connected in, in really any other way, but it was just great sex. And I was so intrigued because I was like, what is great sex or good sex? Like what? And I realize as I'm even saying this out loud, I'm sure if we had a hundred people come on the show and we said, what is great sex? There would be some common denominators, which I hope is what we talk about today. Like the, the, the five common denominators for good sex, just like a good relationship communication. I mean, there's a lot of nuance in there, but there's these things that everybody would probably say. So we'll definitely highlight, like, here's the five things that can help lead to great sex for sure. But what do you and your girlfriends think and talk about when it, when it comes to like good sex? Well, we don't talk specifics, Timmy. Don't you know right. that? <laughs> Listen, women are the worst. <laughs> like, not we just the worst. Every... They're naughty as fuck. <laughs> like, holy oh, shit. Man. I've heard women talking. I'm like, dear Lord, you talk worse than yes. us guys. Yes. And, and yeah, and Jessica has confirmed that. Yeah, she goes, yes. yeah we, <laughs> we kind of do. We do. We, we're detail people. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, this right. has kind of been our nature to be detailed. Right. But, um, you know, I, I think 
there's so many facets, like you said, so many different things and it's different for every person. Sure. I, I, you know, I've had, um, girlfriends who've said that just because they've had an orgasm, you know, wow. and they, and they had, or whatever, yeah. or an amazing orgasm or two or three or whatever it is. Like it could yeah. be that, um, it could be just the connection that someone has with someone else. Um, yeah. but for me, there's, I mean, it's a series of things that it, it's the intimacy that yeah. leads up to <laughs> into me. I see yeah. I'm thinking of <laughs> that movie, yes. Austin yes. Powers or whatever. <laughs> anyway, yes. I'm sorry, but he was the <laughs> love guru. Serious, love guru. That's what it was. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is like ah! all over the place. Um, but yeah, the intimacy that leads up to the, um, actual physical, you know, uh, leads up to sex, um, sure. you know, uh, flirting, um, and just being connected yeah. on a level that is beyond physical. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, that's not always the case. And, you know, if you, someone was to have a one night stand, that isn't necessarily going to yeah. All of those elements may not be there and you can still have good sex. You know what I mean? Right. Fulfilling, I guess. Fulfilling sex. Right. I, I don't know how else to describe that. But yeah. Um, I had I have a girlfriend who told me about this guy that she had dated for I think about off and on for a month before she actually was intimate with him. And she said after she was intimate with him, she knew they were not going to make it. And I was like, well, what happened? She said, well, it started when I walked in the door. He didn't even offer me a drink of water or anything to drink. Like he didn't make her feel at home at all. Interesting. And when they were finished, he just laid there. Like he didn't, he, you know, he didn't say anything. He didn't, you know, it just, she said it was just like, didn't, there was no connection. Yeah. Like it was just like, she felt like, he used her just to have sex uh, and she wasn't there for that reason. And he knew that because she had talked to him about, I'm not going to have sex with you right away or, you know, all of those things. Yeah. And yet she ended up feeling like that anyway. See, but I, I don't, that's so crazy to me to, to hear just because it, it just shocks me. Mm -hmm. Like that reminds me of, yeah, when I was, you know, 18, <laughs> that's yeah, like right. how I would have behaved, you know, yeah, they come over, you jump on, you and th there's no thought of anybody else. It's you only think of yourself. You only take care of yourself and you're not even thinking about mm -hmm. the other person. Yeah. That's just immaturity. It is. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's a lot easier to name all the things that make bad sex happen Yeah. <laughs> versus what makes good sex because that it's just so different. And there's so many different elements in my opinion that go into sex being really good. I mean, yeah. just, you know, what leads up to it? Like the, uh, foreplay or whatever you want, you know, or just the kissing or, and then, I love foreplay personally. Me too. Yeah. I do. I think to me, that is, that's more exciting than, you know, yeah. because the other part's over pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah. it can be, I For shouldn't sure. say always, but it can be. And so taking time up yeah. front, I mean, that's, that's arousing. And uh, it, yeah. I can know, even not be in the mood. Right. And then Suddenly, a little touching yeah. and kissing and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, now I, now I am in the mood, right? you know? Yeah. And I don't think, um, you know, yes, do I, I love it when the man orgasms, but is it necessary every time? No, not yeah. for him. I mean, it's the same for it, girls, for women too. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't feel like I have to every time uh, for it to be good. Yeah. 
So, I mean, there's, it's a balance, right? To me, it's like this. I would say for me, I don't have to orgasm for it to be awesome, but I wouldn't want to not ever orgasm. Right. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? or, Or vice versa. Like, yes, she doesn't have to orgasm and it's still wonderful. We feel close. We've connected all that things, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't think any woman would never want to orgasm. Right. You know, um, unless she just has never experienced it and has no idea. And has no idea how amazing. <laughs> yes, yes. Like everything's right in the world. Yes. It like is. literally when that happens, you're just like, yeah. Oh, it, it, woo. Yes. What a good day. What a good 10 seconds <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or less. Yeah. So I created a, a list of uh, the few things that I think are big items that that we can kind of maybe unpack a little bit but these are the big items i think that lead to great sex and this is just just not my personal list this is a list of of many many conversations with a lot of different people um you know my friends and as a relationship coach working with a lot of couples that are when they're having an issue with sex what's the issue you know um so I'll, I'll read the list off and then we can talk about it one-on-one connection, mm-hmm. communication. Uh, and, and part of this list is actually from my friend, Susanna, when I said, what, what made this guy so great at sex? And she was like, you know, communication, he set the mood and, you know, he would bring toys, which she was open to. So some people that wouldn't be a good thing because they don't mm-hmm. want to do that. But right. like for her, the fact that he was, really exploring her wanted to please her he was not in it for himself Mm -hmm. he clearly was trying to please her and i thought wow that's again it goes back to yeah when i was a teenager i I didn't think about yeah i literally when i think back to my first time to ever have sex i was 17 almost 18 i don't even think i knew that women orgasmed. I don't even know if I knew I did. You know what I mean? Like that was yeah. not even a, yeah. I, that wasn't, I, that wasn't even in my brain. So, and I would even say for years. Oh, I actually asked a friend about this the other day because, you know, I, I waited till I got married. So I didn't yeah. have that experience in high school and, um, and he did. And so I asked him, I said, well, did you, did the girls that you are girl, whatever yeah. you were with, did they orgasm? And in college too, I said, was that even, would that, was that even a thing about having sex in high school and college that the woman would have an orgasm? And he was like, you know, I, I don't think so. And he's, I didn't really think about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think a lot of people probably experience that. I have no idea, Yeah, but no, I know they didn't. And, and even as I, you know, before I got married, you know, I remember being with, Young, you know, I say younger. I mean, I was 23. They were 19, 20. I mean, so, you know, they were in a freshman in college and I was in college too. So they had never, but by that time, you know, I'm a little older and I'm like, oh, like, like I should work on them first. Like I should really try to get them excited first. But how did you know that? Like, that's what I'm curious about. I it's think, like, how did you know? I think for me, it was porn. Yeah. I think for me, I just realized. I saw enough porn that I thought, okay. Well, you were drinking that wine cooler. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh dear Lord. Uh, I think that's what, how I learned and conversations yeah. with other, you know, people that like, yeah, you know, if you touch that 
thing, you know, it'll make her, or I'm like, really? Yeah. So I remember how not only was that revolutionary for me, but I remember like when I would date and then it became intimate, like I, Pammy, I was with several women who had never orgasmed before. And I was the first one to mm -hmm. ever make them orgasm. So, so that was just fascinating. You know, I was like, whoa, that's just wild. Like, yeah. that's just so wild. And that even happened to me. Um, this would have been, you know, last year, there was a, a woman that I dated. I think she was in her mid to late thirties and first time she ever orgasmed. Oh, wow. I was just like, whoa, fascinating. Yeah. So I would, I would say that I would think that good sex I don't even, I didn't even put that in the list that, that orgasm means just good sex. Like, right. cause clearly you can orgasm and I mean, yeah. Yeah. You can orgasm by yourself. Uh, right. <laughs> right, right. So you don't need anyone else. Right. right? Sex so. is so much more than that though. It's a big part. Like, trust right. me, nothing yes. better than orgasming. That's the best thing ever. Uh, but it's just not the requirement that I would say that's what makes sex good is the orgasm. Right. No. Agreed. Though. It, taking care of your partner, being not intuitive necessarily, but listening, asking, exploring. I think all of that stuff uh, leads to and can give you the best opportunity for uh, great sex. And then I also put uh, frequency and or if it's f fulfilling or not, mm -hmm. you know, variety. Yes. Um, I think I mentioned this one time on a podcast before. Maybe it was the last time we talked. Yes. In a committed partnership. Yeah, you're going to have vanilla sex uh, probably majority of the time, you know, I don't know, or mm -hmm. at least half the time at least where it's like it's something, you know, not spectacular, right? Right. right. Uh what I mean by that is, you know, you're not outside, you know, somewhere weird in a park and right. <laughs> whatever. I can't even think here my brain's yeah. not working right now to think about what's wild and crazy. But making room for those times to have, you know, a night of where you really just focus on each other, Yes, you know, and you do the massages and you do all the playing and the touching and the kissing and the licking and all the stuff, you know, but that doesn't have to be every single time. Right. Um, so I think variety for sure keeps it fun and keeps it interesting. Yes. Um, where it's not the same thing every time, the same way, every time. Agreed. You know, absolutely. Uh, to, now I put this one in there. This one's, this one's me. What makes for good sex? Love. Mm -hmm. When I love someone, mm -hmm. the sex, I don't know how else to say, except it's just absolutely mind blowingly beautiful. Yeah. Because it's, there's such a closeness that you feel with the person, you know, when you're, you know, your skin on skin and you just love someone so much and hello, sex feels good too. So you have the good feeling. So all the good chemicals are going through your body. You're face to face, you know, breathing each other's breath and f sweating between you. It's just so close. It's such a wonderful feeling, especially when you're in love. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing worse, at least for me, well, there is things that are worse than this, but <laughs> there's not too many things worse than having sex and you just want them to leave, get dressed. Can right. you leave? <laughs> That's yeah. the worst. And I'm sure we've all had that where I, I, no, I, 
I don't want to cuddle. I don't want to mm-hmm. kiss. I don't want to nothing. Like we're done. Yeah. You know, and I always felt shitty when that would happen, but you know, the other person kind of was the same way. They're like, Nope, I'm just, I just want that. And you know, that's where the friends with benefits. And that's why that got so old to me so quick. Cause I was like, this isn't, I want to make love. Yes. Not just sex. I want to make love and I want to make love with someone that I like and, and love and enjoy and respect. And yeah, that's what makes it great. It does. It really does. And I, and I would agree with that. I would say that, um, in the few times in my life that I've actually been in love with someone and been in that position of, you know, having an intimate relationship with them, that that has enhanced it. And there's, there's an overwhelming desire <clears throat> to give to that person yeah. in as many ways as possible, including physical, Yeah, you know, and it just, it, it just expands and connects and it just makes everything yeah. so much Gosh. So much better. Pammy, you hit the, you said it and I didn't even think about this, but you're right. When you love someone, all you can think about is giving to them. Mm-hmm. So in a loving relationship, you would make sure to do everything that you possibly could to make it super pleasing and enjoyable for the Absolutely. your partner, Yeah, you know? And so, yeah, that's a great way to look at it. It's a, when you love someone, yeah, you just what would make them feel good? What would make them happy? What would make them make their high, their eyes roll back in their head? Like, yeah. I want to do that to them and for them. And you don't even really think much about yourself. Right. You know, you, you're, you're concentrating on the other person. That's an interesting dynamic because, you know, I've been in those situations where, you know, I hadn't met the one yet. I hadn't met Jessica. And so, you know, I'm just, dating and having fun and doing my thing. And it was harder to pardon the pun. It was harder to think of the other person. I was more selfish in those relationships because I wasn't in love with them. But when you're in love with someone, you really do think about the other person. And, and when you're both doing that, you know, when your partner's, trying to make you get the most out of this and you're trying to get them to get the most out of this. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I, I put exploratory. So, you know, this is a big topic that comes up, right? There's all these taboos, which we don't have to talk about specifically, but there's all these different taboos in a loving relationship. I'm going to put you on the spot and you can do that to me. If you're in a loving relationship, like, and just like you said, if you're absolutely insanely crazy about someone and you know that they're absolutely insanely crazy about you and you're, you're super compatible and you're, you know, you're on cloud nine is anything off the table. I mean, is it one of those things where we're willing to explore and try? Are you, and I'm not saying just you, but when I say that I'm asking you as the, as, as a female, meaning you have other girlfriends, and you guys have all had these kind of conversations. Is it typically a woman's thing? If she really loves someone, it's like, I'll try anything once with you. I mean, I, I love you. Let's I'm down for whatever or, or I, not. I think it depends on her experience. Oh, you know? if there's been a bad experience. At some yeah. Point, if there's yeah. been a bad experience or just if she hasn't experienced a lot of things, you know, to yeah. know what she does like and doesn't like. Yeah, I don't like you so, sucking my toes, babe. Get <laughs> yeah. off my toes. So, but I, me personally, I'm 
I'm open, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm open to exploring yeah. different things. I have my limits. Yeah, sure. And I know what those oh, are. Oh, I do too. And I know what those are. And, you know, but I, I am, you know, I'm open to that because that's what makes it fun and that's what makes it interesting. And, um, yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, it, I think it depends, you know, there's, you think about, I, you know, I'm 54 years old. I've got more experience than someone who's 20. Right. So I don't know that a 20 year old, I don't know in this world, it might be yeah. different, you know, would be open to as many things as a 54 year old. Right. You know? Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think it just depends on her experience and, you know, and again, the, if, if there's been abuse in the background, in the oh, back, man, yeah. in the past, not the back, <laughs> there's been abuse in the past, um, that could affect things. But, you know, I would say the majority of women in a committed, loving relationship would be open. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, that's, it's, yeah. it's all depends on what their experience is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I hear, I think in the, my coaching practice, all the different couples that I work with, it seems like it, it, a lot of times when there's a complaint, it's usually oddly around frequency. Yeah. Like that's a big one. Quality does come up, but it's mainly frequency. It's mainly like we only have sex once a month and I just, you know, I'm, and well, course, and I bet the people who are having sex frequently, then the issue is maybe, <laughs> maybe the other. Yeah. Cause you it's, know, it's just, cause you can have sex yeah. every day, but is it boring sex? Is right. it interesting sex? Is it, you know, yeah. the same thing every time or, you know, so yeah, I bet that there's, you can complain about anything, so sure. just, but yeah, I can, I can see frequency being a big one, especially yeah. in, um, long-term committed relationships Absolutely. where you get complacent. Cause it definitely needs to be frequent enough. Mm -hmm. You know, I've met some couples and they're like, yeah, you know, we once a week and that's okay for them. Um, you know, that I wouldn't want to, you know, for me personally, I would way want more frequent than that. Um, and I think most guy, I think most guys that I've ever talked to, you know, they're like, yeah, every day. And I would say the same thing, except realistically with just life and the way it is and, and living life, sometimes every single day doesn't always work out. Um, but it's nice when it does, <laughs> you know, exactly. I mean, it's, it's definitely nice to feel full and mm -hmm. fulfilled, mm -hmm. you know, it, when you are connecting intimately nearly every day or pretty regularly, it keeps it, at least for me as a guy, I, I don't know how it is for women, but it, it keeps my, it's like a drug. It's like, it's, it's like, it keeps me not distracted and not distracted by other people. That's not what it is. Not like, you know, I need the sex so that I don't, my eyes don't wander. No, 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 no. That's mm -hmm. not what I mean. For me, it's, it keeps me just focused on life because I'm not crazy horny, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you, you go a few, at least me, it's like, I go a few days and I'm, <laughs> that's all I can think about. You know, I'm just like, you know, my mind's going crazy. And as soon as it happens, I'm just like, <sighs> now I can do and some th other yeah, things. Like now I can finish writing my book. <laughs> now I can do a podcast. Now I can, you know, it's just, it's like, everything's okay in the world. Yeah. Um, uh, is that like that for a, a woman or no? 
probably not to the same degree, just depending on hormones and levels of hormones. But I do know, like for myself personally, I, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've been, I've been searching for that per my person for so long now. I'm like, as soon, you know, as soon as I am in that relationship, it's going to be as often as possible. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I yeah. mean, I'm just like, yeah, I've been looking for this. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> um, but I, you know, and I think there are a lot of women out there who probably want to have sex more often, but just like with their partner, I'm not saying just in single women too, of course, but, um, but there's so many other things that get in the way. And yeah. I think that responsibility, especially in a family unit, responsibility takes a lot of that sexual um, energy. Uh, yeah. It takes it away from you. I mean, yeah. I just, I remember when you're breastfeeding <clears throat> and doing this yeah, or and even, cleaning, even cooking when the and... kids are older, I, I just remember my, my focus for 10, 11 years was, you know, my children and in the home, this, this was before I got divorced. So, you know, then after I got divorced, it was, they were still my focus, but it was different because we were living separately and, you know, had my kids part of the time, not all the time. Yeah. And, um, but it just, it was the last thing I was thinking about yeah. because they were my focus. And I think that that's where, I mean, I think, you know, as a, as a woman, yes, I wanted that, but I didn't even really have the capacity for it. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that does make sense. And I, I know that in relationships where the relationship is good, typically especially if they're both sexual sex is super frequent because they're just so in love and they're just so connected and they're so there aren't the distractions. Maybe if it's, you know, again, the, that's, that'd be a whole nother podcast, right? <laughs> maintaining a healthy sex life while being a parent. Oh yeah. And well, and I will, I'm just going to speak to that right now. What my, if you're listening to this and you, you know, you have a kid and, and, uh, your, you and your partner just seem like you're always tired and worn out and not what, then I just say, just do it. Like you just do it. Just, just you, climb like on each you other. Literally and just do it. <laughs> trust me, start touching each other. Yeah. You'll get in the mood. Right. I mean, I know this, I'm sure you could, uh, I'm, I can't imagine anybody not having this scenario where, you know, I'm, I would say I'm highly sexual, but that doesn't mean I'm a walking boner right. all the time. I mean, I'm literally. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I don't think about it 24 seven, but you know, as soon as you start touching me and whatever, well, all of a sudden that's all I can think about, you know, but I mean, I could literally in my mind be like, yeah, if we don't make love tonight, I'm totally fine with it. So not even thinking about it. Yeah. You start touching me and it's, it's all over. Oh yeah. So I would think that everybody is similar to that, that if they're thinking that they're not in the mood, well, just start rubbing on each other and just see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you might get in the mood, you know, it, it might yeah. come on to you. Like it might happen. Um, yeah. Or in, I think in, it's important that and, and meet your, meet your partner where their love languages are too. I think yeah. that is an important piece of, you know, especially for like a mom, Physical touch may not be her love language in that moment right. or in those few years. But helping may, change the diapers yes. and helping clean the house while she's yes. taking care of the yeah. Some you know, doing the dishes or bring her flowers or whatever it is, whatever speaks to her, that's your that is your in. Yeah. That you know, and then the touching and all of that. Yeah. But I think I mean, I'm 
you know, physical touch is huge for me at this yeah. point in my life because I don't have the responsibilities I had, right. you know, and for a long time it was, please just do something for me so I don't have to do it. Yeah. You know, that, that was what spoke to me before, but now it's like, no, touch me and kiss me and you know, we're good. Yeah. We'll go. You know? yeah. yeah, I'm always like I'm always groping on Jessica. And I asked her the other day, I said, I said, is it okay? I said, I just, you know, when you're with me, I just I love touching on you and and you know, putting my arm around you or holding your hand. Yeah, holding her like hand or grabbing her leg things, yeah. or you know. I'll, There's nothing more special to me than when a guy reaches across the console in the car, grabs my hand yeah. and holds my hand in the car wherever we're going. Yeah. I love that. Get out of the car. We're walking to restaurant. Hold my hand. Yeah. You know, touch my leg under the table. You know, all of the things we're watching a movie and you know, it, it those things are important yeah. to me. And I think a lot of people, Oh I mean, gosh, it, you know, for me it is yeah. like, yeah, we're even uh, if you're yeah. not, even if physical touch is not like a top love language for you, it's a way of showing affection. It's yeah. a way of, of saying, I see you. I want to be near you. Yeah. I, you know, you're important to me. Like right now, I yes. Yeah. You're in my space. I want you closer to my space. You know, I think that's I think that's important. Absolutely. I was just gonna say, I think that's kind of foreplay. If you're touching mm, each is. other, not only for sex, meaning there's lots of touches going on that aren't sexual in nature. Yeah, sex could be very frequent. If you're constantly holding each other's hand and kissing and loving and touching and caressing and massaging and all that, just as a an affectionate way, so intimacy is available at any time. You know, when you're so connected and it's like your partner isn't just touching you for sex. Right. You know, like, oh, he never kisses me unless he wants sex. Well, really? You know, like there, there should be kissing that's just, for kissing sake, right? You know, like you're making out, yeah, just because we want to make out, you know, and we're holding hands because we just want to hold hands, exactly, or or whatever. Like we're doing these things because we love each other and care about each other, and we're trying to communicate that through touch and through intimacy. Well, Pammy, I think we just solved all of the world's problems. <laughs> of course, in every minutes or <laughs> in less. thirty minutes, we just fixed your fucking sex life. <laughs> So that's it. I, I think that, you know, if you're communicating uh, during sex, you're adding some variety in there, make sure it's frequent enough for both of you to be fulfilled. Uh, and most important, you know, gosh, like, I mean, this, this is a great podcast for the married folk and, and those that maybe are in a relationship. There's nothing like sex between two people who genuinely like each other and genuinely, you know, love each other. Thank you.